Welcome to the Leongche Podcast. In today's episode, we delve into the idea of life creep, the process by which people improve their standard of living as their discretionary income increases. This has been a topic that's been on our minds for a while now, and we're happy to finally talk about it on Leongche. We share what life creep has looked like in our lives, why we think it happens, and discuss some ideas on how each of us can manage life creep in our lives with intention and mindfulness. We are super glad you're here with us, and as always, we hope that this episode can be interesting and beneficial for you. Oh my! Welcome to Leon Cha, a podcast that enjoys some figurative tea that may be good for your mind, body, and soul. My name is Sid, and I'm joined by my co-host, Elam. And today, we are digging into the topic of life creep. We're going to cover off what life creep is, how it's impacted us, and hopefully we give you guys some practical ideas on how to manage it as well. So before we get into it, how have you been, Elam? Uh, I've been pretty good this week. Well, I guess the thing is we're back in lockdown. So yeah, when this podcast drops, it's still going to be uh, level three lockdown which honestly I kind of expected because like it just felt like the cases weren't really contained around. So I've just yeah. been hanging out with my wife and my dog a lot. And the cool thing is Joe and I have started playing a little bit of casual tennis, just trying to yeah. um, pick up a new hobby, I guess. And we can still yeah. go to the free courts during level three, as long as yeah. it's just us two and like within our bubble. So that's been pretty good just going and just played for like an hour and a half before and then the time just kind of flies out you just kind of like whack the ball back and forth <laughs> <laughs> that's good you guys didn't get bitten by mozzies or anything nah nah it's all good because we go like i think mozzies only come out after the sunset so that's been good and no no real updates really except for lockdown pretty gutted for my parents because they were supposed to fly down to christchurch today actually and, oh man um <laughs> i spend time with my brother and his family but Nick yeah gg how about yourself oh my that's rough my week was pretty shoddy actually because i got a pretty bad case of food poisoning so i was just like goners for like half the week oh, and man. man i gotta say it was i think it was probably like the worst i've ever felt in my life in your whole life because yeah in my whole life because like i was vomiting i couldn't sleep well because uh i was dehydrated so i, I had like a really bad headache so i couldn't quite nap and when i napped i was already nauseous okay so then i actually felt like like i couldn't quite get to sleep and i was like hyperventilating my heart was oh my. beating really fast and what i was just heck? yeah i was just bro like in. honestly i was i was like 90 percent sure you had covid eh? <laughs> <laughs> i think <laughs> i think i think i was just um like there's this uh basketball youtuber called um the professor and he okay. basically released like a whole uh this video about how he got COVID and like the symptoms he experienced and he kind of vlogged the whole thing. And right. his first symptoms was right. that he got like nauseous and he was vomiting and then like all, all of that. So yeah. then because of all the, the yeah. recent cases around us and then how you just came down with us and you, it didn't seem like you knew what you ate really either. Like it wasn't immediately obvious. Yeah. But then I was just, yeah, man, it's pretty scary. Yeah. Man, it was, oh man, it was actually like one of the worst parts was um, I went to A&E um, because I was feeling like really crap, but I hadn't vomited then. Yeah. And they, the doctor just sort of like gave me some like painkillers and he's like, oh, it's probably stress. 
it's like just leave it off kind of thing yeah and then and then that night that's when we realized that like the food poisoning was like a very like real factor it wasn't just the headache related like right, right, nausea. Right, right yeah oh man yeah actually at one point i'm just like like i'm tearing like my nose is bleeding i'm vomiting <laughs> well your nose is bleeding like, oh, why the heck life. is your nose why the yeah. heck is your nose bleeding what <laughs> exactly what, Why, what the heck <laughs> like I'm oh literally, my <laughs> oh man I was, just, I was just a mess eh? anyway i'm all good now so really really amped to be here <laughs> bro yeah i'm glad you recovered in time to record <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my goodness yeah, yeah when was the last time i felt I mean, that own day it's been a long time since i've had food poisoning that bad i mean actually because of the lockdowns last year i didn't actually even get sick like oh, at all last year the so flex. um pretty blessed pretty blessed yeah because of um, you i actually i actually used you and it was kind of reasonable because i was legit scared um i kind of stayed like away from work last week just because as you were going through your right your your stuff and then i was saying how like yeah i'm gonna i'll be back in the whole week this like next week which is this week yeah um yeah you know just to just so i'm not away from work for so long because uh, we were locked yeah. down the week before or like level two yeah. so then i wasn't there either and then next minute it's locked down again so i'm still not at work <laughs> <laughs> oh well we'll be uh, hopefully we'll be back soon yeah nice so before we get into the main topic uh make sure you check us out on leongcha.podcast um this week actually a couple of people reached out to me um oh, yeah. josh hit me up um he's been enjoying the show he um he thought the episode of pauline was pretty interesting yeah and um, as well as christy she actually tuned in because of pauline's episode so oh. she's actually listened to a couple more episodes after that so oh. and she's been vibing along pretty well as well oh, so that's shout out hype to hear. shout out pauline if you guys haven't listened to that episode you got to go hit it up from last week it's yeah. actually from last year but it's a it's a goodie it's a goodie i was feeling inspired while editing it so <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it, just in case you guys are wondering why there's fireworks in like february <laughs> yeah that's how long it took us to release okay today's topic we're talking about life creep yeah so yeah i know i was telling josh like you should be excited to listen to this episode this week's episode because we're talking about life creep oh and then he's like i don't even know up. what life creep i don't even know what life creep is oh Elon, let's go josh out with what life creep means all right so life creep and this is from investopedia i was actually pretty surprised that there's a, a, an actual definition but um I'm going to read it word for word, and then I guess we'll get into our own interpretation of it. But um, lifestyle creep occurs when an individual's standard of living improves as their discretionary income rises and former luxuries become new necessities. The rise mm -hmm. in discretionary income can happen either through an increase in income or a decrease in costs. So that last part is just yeah. a bit of a write-off. It's kind of just common sense. Um <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> well, like how else is your discretionary you well no because it was just part it? of the full definition and after i read it i was just okay. like okay that's just but it's kind of like one plus one equals okay. two kind of thing <laughs> anyway yeah so, so i guess the key words there is that you're it's it's to do with an increase of standard of living yeah because of an increase of discretion discretionary income mm. yeah and then i guess also connected to that is the standard of living increases by kind of taking on more luxuries in your life mm -hmm. right yeah um, yeah what are your thoughts on that do do you pretty much agree do you think 
that makes sense are there any confusing bits yeah i think it's definitely a real thing and i think that's why we've decided to talk about it today because i know we both have struggled with this concept in the past uh, and yeah. still do yeah and we're still working our way through it um just and... yeah j- just because like and i'm sure a lot of the, the listeners are in the same boat right you know we're heading into like our 30s we're in our late 20s <clears throat> so we've been working now for mm-hmm. like what seven eight years um yeah. and our careers have been advancing so then with that obviously comes more money mm. so then when you have more money like increase of discretionary income then it also leads to yeah like that lifestyle increase or that or that standard of living increase so definitely it's yeah it's something we kind of joke about eh yeah <laughs> especially if, we, if, we, if we're feeling a bit bougie it's like oh are you life creep yeah yeah we'll just buy something and be like oh i'm life creeping <laughs> i think i definitely felt this the most when i was in uni yeah and um i was getting student allowance right and you know this money is just piling up in my bank account you know i'm i live at home so pack my own lunch so basically all that money is just just chilling there yeah so i'll be ba- i'll be playing games and you know in the games there's microtransactions and stuff yeah. so it's like oh it's only like ten dollars oh $10. my you're, the, you're paying to win bro. so you just buy it wins and stuff oh okay okay i believe yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah so so then i just feel like okay well i guess i'll just buy it then that's that's all good like right. it's not even that much of my bank account so right that's all good yeah i think so so you reckon like life group started hitting you back then eh? pretty much uni and then i I guess that's when you got that influx of extra money right yeah i think it i think life group was probably just a part of me growing up and trying to learn what i should like do to manage my expenses right so pretty much you felt like you had to deal with life group a bit when you got student allowance, were there any other times, um, like say, you know, we talked about when we started working and all that, that you felt like you, you've crept particularly hard or you felt like life grip was a bigger thing? Yeah, I think one thing definitely is actually more common when I was like studying for registration. Yeah. So I've been working for like five, six years already. Uh-huh. And then suddenly, like because I was waking up early, getting there, I was tired, like the office coffee, Oh. I just didn't cut it. Oh. And I was like, oh, maybe I should just spend $5 on a takeaway coffee. Ooh. And, you know, it'll be like really nice. And it'll really, really nice enhance to... your morning. Yeah, exactly. Like it just brightens up my mood. So I'm like, oh, oh okay. Okay. And then now, and then, you know, during the time I'm like, oh yeah, like, you know, I shouldn't be like, I'm already like stressed worrying about my studies. So yeah. I won't worry too much about the financial, you know, impact. I mean, I'm not breaking bank. I'm not like... <laughs> Bro, that's, how, like, that's what they all say. No. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not going into the troves of the Leung family just to buy my <laughs> takeaway coffee. Um, but I definitely felt it afterwards. Yeah. When I stopped studying. Yeah. And I wasn't waking up that early anymore. Yeah. But I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go buy a coffee. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not brighten up my morning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly oh yeah yeah i i would say that yeah i i experienced life creep um a lot later because i've shared about it in different episodes in the past but um i would say that my discretionary income stayed like at a very low level for quite a long time like through high school it was just you know like basic part-time work and then 
didn't really yeah. have a whole lot going on and then in uni like basically my expenses always increased along with my income yeah um including when i started working and like for the first yeah. probably like five years of working because right. i would get pay rises but then i would also be incurring more expenses like via i don't know just different obligations that i had growing up as mm. an, into an adult so yeah um i actually i legit did not feel like have did not life creep at all or like almost like could not life creep until i would say in the last two three years where like i'd gotten married because before that it was like yeah saving up to get married and then like getting proposed so then there was always mm -hmm. that next big expense but then after that it was like mm. yep got married um i changed jobs two times no three times in the last like three years and each time was like pay related yep. which like which means that my pay has gone up a little yeah. bit and <laughs> a little bit all right bro. <laughs> bro it's gone up a little bit so then so then okay so then suddenly <laughs> okay. it's just like oh, oh bro and then and then i paid off my student loan oh yeah like a year so ten percent of your paycheck yeah like joe and i both yeah. paid off our student loan around the same time and then it was just like boom yeah. like that was like a pay rise so then i got like a triple pay rise yeah. like somehow um like Dang. while like expenses like while my expenses finally stayed the same while i got extra income yeah and then suddenly I was just like, yeah. oh, like, let's go. Because then uh, we talked about it in our money episode, but Joe and I have like a little pocket money account for each of ourselves. So then like we gave ourselves yeah. like a little pay rise, like because of our like actual pay rise. Right, right, right. And then like- as so you've allowed for this live group to happen, let's go. And, yeah, and there's something that I never, like I've only started doing like literally like the last year, year and a half, like maybe two years, is um, mm -hmm. like when I go to like fast food places, and mm -hmm. I know I still say fast food because <laughs> I'm still going to fast food places, but um, yeah, I kind of like feel the ability to just like enjoy what I want to eat now. Oh, so I'll be like, oh yeah, bacon and mushroom melt. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll take one of those combo. I mean, oh combo. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, <laughs> I feel like that whole thing is like, oh yeah. It's like I'm just bringing it back like to, to promoting to you, bro. I'm just promoting bacon and mushroom milk. <laughs> no, Wait, what's that? <laughs> it's like that? it's like you presented like life presents you an option, and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, and I just I'll just take that. I'll take one of those, please. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's like, do you want a Sunday? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why I bring up Wendy's is because it's such a contrast from my uni days. Because it used to be like yeah. a go-to spot for me and Joe, um, like the Queen Street one. Mm -hmm. But right. I was exclusively in like the five dollar club, and like that's why we right. went because they used to have these like real good five dollar uh, deals. Yeah. Like just a humble little burger with like the chips and the drink and like a little like soft serve. Soft thing. serve. Yeah. 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 So then now that baconated mushroom melt combo costs like three times as much so <laughs> <laughs> three times that's just a, that's just for the burger bro. but that's probably yeah that's that's how i've definitely experienced it another way i would kind of define it or I've, how i've experienced it maybe in my own life is things that once i felt like were oh man like i would want that but i i should i probably shouldn't like right. i used to have that feeling about so many things you know right oh man like obvi obviously like i would enjoy like this burger this like meatier burger more than right. like you know the five dollar burger or the three dollar right. burger but then i'll right. be like oh and no, i probably shouldn't like i don't need it so then i wouldn't right. because i right in my mind i would always be saying i probably shouldn't yeah like if i'd go out to you know bubble tea oh like one thing i'd always do right i'd go out to bubble tea places with uh with church people yeah. but then 
obviously like i want to drink a bubble tea but then in my mind i'd always be thinking oh i probably shouldn't mm. and then i think those wants when they slowly transform themselves into oh like either like i deserve this or i should be able to have this like oh yeah it's normal mm. like i'm a why why shouldn't i have this like it's kind of like yeah i almost start it's almost like i start feeling entitled to them and therefore right. then i'm like yeah I should have it. Therefore, I, I always just spend money to get it. Right. So I think it's just that yeah that change of mindset that kind of just creeps in. And I think that's that's probably one way I'd put it for myself. Yeah. I felt the same for bubble tea, but in like a different way. Oh, yeah. So I think at the start, bubble tea was, or, or coffee, even in, because it was like around uni, right? And it was just like, like five to $6 for a drink was like, what the heck, like, yeah because i remember yeah. the coffee like when we went uni it was still like four dollars but yeah oh man coffee yeah coffee that that was definitely that was like a treat man i remember i could actually relate to your yeah. your thing eh? like before an, an assignment or like a long day yeah. of studying if i just start the day off by a coffee yeah and then just sit, settle down yeah. it's just like yeah gets me ready to go <laughs> like yeah like you know everything's gonna line up <laughs> and if, if you face some struggles like it'll be all good because you've got this coffee um <laughs> But then I found like back in the day, I would only buy bubble tea for certain situations. Like say I'm hanging out with a specific group of friends or maybe we're, you know, doing a specific hobby. So we're playing like board games or, you know, hanging out at someone's house or something. Mm -hmm. um, we'd buy bubble tea. And I feel sometimes I would buy bubble tea now, even without those, even without being in those situations. Yeah. And trying to almost like capture that same feeling okay but then but then i feel like if after a while when i kept doing that you know the bubble tea is still enjoyable but it just wasn't at that high peak that it used to be at yeah um it's like, almost it like could be just that it's more accessible or you know all those kind of things convenient like it's more convenient now as well to get yeah um, because it's less special in your life almost like it's not as rare you've had it so much yeah. more. like yeah you're almost more numb to like the the satisfaction of it right yeah yeah exactly right right right. so you're kind of saying another aspect of life creep is because you're enjoying like more luxuries in your life then like luxuries are no longer luxuries like they become the norm and now like yeah to get that luxurious yes, feeling you have to go to the next level yeah and then that's why it's creeping right because then it'll just go higher and higher like if you don't yeah, yeah, if, yeah. You, if it's uncontrolled right then it'll just yeah you just keep going higher and higher because i've I've actually found that, oh man, this is just back to the fast food thing, but it just shows you guys how much we eat fast food and in fast food, there's rankings. So like at the, at the start, I used to just be happy with a double cheeseburger combo. Um, yeah. You know, you can modify it, all that sort of stuff. And then slowly crept into a triple cheeseburger combo. You know, it's not that much more, a dollar something more. Yeah. And then it got to the point where I'm like, man, I really want to eat two burgers because oh. I was really hungry. Oh. And then at a certain point, I'm just like, if I'm not eating too, like, like a triple cheeseburger combo is not enough for me. It's not even a meal. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if it doesn't have two burgers, like, if it's not two burgers, it's not a meal. Yeah. And then, and now it's at a point where... You're just um, eating family boxes. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> tune in, tune in in three years. No, no, no. Um, and then I'm eating, like, double quarter pounders. Ooh. And mind you, double quarter pounders are, like, I'd say if we were to go back and do another fast food episode, double quarter pounders are probably, I'm going to say it right now, the best double cheeseburger you can get in town. 
But because I'm having it so often. Well, you gave it such a specific thing, eh? I thought you were going to say best burger, but then you like, you made it best double cheeseburger. So there's like not a whole lot of com- like competitors, eh? I mean, there's double muscle from Burger Fuel. Anyways. That's literally um, it. And the OG double cheese. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, because you're having it heaps. Yeah, but because I'm, because I'm having it heaps, the enjoyment level, I, I, I can feel it a little bit. Like every yeah. time I bite into it, a new, uh, like a different one mm. that the enjoyment's like a little bit more dulled each time like it's still oh, en- enjoyable boy. damn but it's not as enjoyable oh it's dulled yeah so, so so that i mean that brings us i think quite nicely into uh, like and i think each of you guys listening you can probably think of things in your life you know that you've crept that that have life creeped i guess yeah um especially if you've been working for a bit you've had an increase in discretionary income um it's suddenly like oh like oh yeah let me buy that oh like, let me get this um oh yeah i could yeah. probably do with that and it's but like if you start from like a low baseline though yeah isn't everything just life creep like life creep's not all bad though right because yeah yeah say if i'm in uni yeah and i'm eating instant noodles because i'm broke and i don't have student allowance yeah like isn't that good life creep if you actually get to move on from instant noodles to eating, eating like, like nutritious food yeah nutritious food or like funny thing is food. i just had instant noodles for dinner <laughs> the, the, <yeah. laughs> i mean for a guy that's eating just eggs on toast for dinner like sometimes it's eggs on noodles bro five oh, eggs, eggs on noodles i'm oh, getting let's all, go. all the nutrition bro and spinach i'm getting all that nutrition anyway um <laughs> no 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 for, for sure i think when we say life creep and, and we'll get into it into this in a little bit but i think life creep in and of itself is not bad but i think even like the, the word creep has negative connotations because when someone's mm. if someone's creeping on you it's kind of like yeah like they're sneaking up on you but you don't want them to right it's just like like creep is just a bad word right it's like okay you're not aware of it but it's like a negative thing so maybe like yeah, okay. an alternative word we can use for like positive life creep is maybe like um, I don't know, just like based like life enhancement or something. Right. Whereby, like, if you take that to the extreme, the noodle to like a, a proper meal kind of thing, is that definition of life creep, you could apply it to someone who's living in poverty, right? So someone who's living in poverty, who has like zero disc- discretionary income, or they're like on negative. So then their standard of life is low because they're in poverty. Mm-hmm. And as they improve their income and have that bit more money now they can make their ends meet and they can improve their standard of living Mm -hmm. so then that's obviously a good thing like that's very obvious like we don't need to get too theoretical with it so but that still fits into this life creep like this definition of life creep so i think it's definitely not in and of itself a bad thing um i think it's just the creeping aspect of it where your luxuries turn into norms and then yeah your luxury and then then you seek higher and higher luxuries and that whole yeah thing that sneaks up on you without you knowing it i think that's where it can get a little bit dangerous yeah 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 kind of what we were talking about before how it was reducing the overall happiness with each double quarter pound i was eating yeah like i'm not gonna lie uh when i was living at your house i was just eating out so often because i i didn't i don't really know how to cook in your kitchen and I kind of couldn't be bothered right. learning. And I didn't know where everything was. So I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll just buy Wendy. 
freaking Wendy's. <laughs> I just buy, I'll, I'll go German. I'm, on the way back, I'll just get Wendy's. Um, right. Like, I'm, I'm, I felt that bubble tea thing so hard that you felt like right. fast food just felt like less and less appealing to me to the point right. where when I moved out of your house, I was like, I'm pretty done with like Baconator for a while. <laughs> yo, yo, you're only living in my house for like a week. <laughs> no, no, like we can, yeah, but I ate like seven Baconators anyway. Oh my um, God. <laughs> you're... That's, that's life creep. That's life creep. That's like $15 a day. So, so I guess maybe we can move into, you know, why, why does life creep happen? So yeah, we've said what it is. But why do we want to spend, like, why do we want to spend on luxuries when we have more money, I guess, is the question. And it almost sounds kind of stupid when I put it like that. So maybe you've, in, you've earned it, right? Because it's like you've earned more money, like you're entitled or like you yeah. can buy those things now. So yeah, yeah. So, you so there shouldn't be anything things. stopping you though, right? Yeah. And that seems to make sense, right? Like, oh, I wanted, I want this car. I think it's really yeah. cool. I want to drive it. So then I earn money. Now I have enough money. I buy this card that I want. And that seems to make sense, right? It's like A to B, B to mm. C. Um, mm. <clears throat> and I think another angle to consider though is there's more, I think why, why, why it happens more for some people and less for other people, right? Is because mm-hmm. when you get more money and you get more discretionary income, yeah, there comes a decision, right? It's okay, yeah. now how do I spend it? Yeah, and uh, you know, as as I was preparing for this pod, or as we were preparing this for this pod, I think there's two spectrums that it can fall on. This whole how to spend okay. your extra money. Yeah. Um, you either spend it for more for now, or you spend it more for later. So mm-hmm. spending it more for now is you you buy stuff that makes you happy in the short term, mm-hmm. and then spending for later is you buy stuff that will make you happy, or you think will make you happy in the long term. Right. So a simple example would be um, like buying a car, like an expensive yeah. car. It's a depreciating, right. depreciating asset. It doesn't really add any like wealth for your long term, but it does give you yeah. that experience now that you've been wanting, mm-hmm. and it might give you that prestige or whatever that you've been wanting. Um, versus yeah. buying a investment property while sacrificing that car. So taking the money you would have put into the car and putting it on like a deposit or something. Right. Um, that doesn't really give you much immediate happiness because mm. it's costing you more money unless the rent fully covers off the the house like the mortgage payment yeah but let's say it doesn't or let's just say it's breaks even um it gives you more life admin so you have to like now manage a house so that's mm. less enjoyment in the long term uh in the mm. short term but in the long term you there's a lot of benefits you can reap from it so that's yeah. kind of like an example of spending for later or just anything right. in general, or just putting your money yeah. in a fund. <laughs> in GameSpot, let's go. Oh, let's go. <laughs> um, and, and I think the other spectrum is spending for self versus spending for later. Mm-hmm. So you have like, I have this extra money. Do I want to spend it on things that I want? Or do I want to spend it on things that the people around me want? So that could be your family, right. that could be friends, that could be charities. Mm-hmm. And I think life creep happens when on those two spectrums, it yeah. falls towards the, the uh, former of both of them, which is spending for short term and spending for yourself. Yeah, right. Because now you're kind of accumulating those luxuries more quickly, right, in your life. And I think that is one thing that happens. And I think it happens naturally for most people because that's just human nature. Like it's mm-hmm. natural to want to spend on yourself and to make yourself 
like do things for yourself and it's natural to it's or it's natural to consider short-term gain rather than long-term gain mm. um it's the reason why losing weight is so hard for so many people right because in the short term eating more is always more enjoyable because food is yeah but or eating specific types of food or not being restricted on going out to certain places or friends or not being or like restricted to certain amounts or whatever yeah even though you could say like for sure almost for sure and you could people would say that to themselves as well right if i'm doing this for my future me i would want to lose that weight rather than like future me would be happier having lost the weight yeah. instead. Yeah. So, it's, but, yeah. so, so, so it's quite a natural thing that it's a natural thing that happens, I think across a lot of facets of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I guess, I, I guess that is in my mind, why life creep can happen so easily. Because yeah. Those are just the natural tendencies that people fall into. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I just think it's interesting because um, like it's quite natural to, like, like as you mentioned before, it's quite natural to focus on myself and also focus on like present um, mm. or what's available to me right now. But then I, I don't know, for some reason I had this thought that came up in my head just now about how we're almost always taught to like sort of look ahead, like keep looking ahead at what's next, what's mm-hmm. next kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And what one of the things was like, uh, because we're always looking at what's next, we're not enjoying what's happening right now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's a great point. <clears throat> that's yeah. like a great counterpoint, so, right? Yeah. So then, how how do you how do you reconcile that? Because then it's like, yes, I've been working hard. You know, I I, I literally got this degree so I can make money, so mm. I can like spend it on things that I like. Yeah. So who are you, Elam, to tell me that I shouldn't be like that? I'm getting life crept. Like, yeah, this is just yeah. things that I enjoy buying. And and if you just keep thinking of the next thing in life, then you're never. It's kind of mm-hmm. like you're never in the present, right? And you're never enjoying right now so then yeah. what's the point then suddenly yeah. you're going to be 90 and then there will be no next that's a very good point and, and i think the big thing is what i was saying before as far as those two spectrums you know the right. spending for now versus spending for later and spending yeah. for yourself versus spending for others that's mm-hmm. not to say that either spectrum is superior than the other one right yeah. i think what i was saying is that we naturally fall towards one side of it we naturally fall mm-hmm. into short-term and ourself, spending mm-hmm. for ourself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we can probably transition maybe into, you know, like how we can manage life creep actually, because um, mm. I think one thing you can do is, is on this topic of these two spectrums is really take time to reflect and be conscious about where you actually want to sit and don't just mm. let it happen. So. Do you want to spend for the short term or do you yeah. want to invest more in your future? And ultimately everyone is going to fall somewhere in between and it'll fall differently for everyone. You know, yeah. you, you hear the super frugal people that want to retire by 30. So then they sacrifice the years of 20 to 30 and they're basically super, super frugal, but then mm-hmm. they're able to set themselves up for the years afterwards. Yeah. So they've like gone the full extreme of saving for the future. And then mm. you have, you know, on the other, on the other end of the spectrum is people that just run themselves into debt and they live mm. like a super luxurious twenties, but then mm. in thirties, they have no assets, they have no wealth, they are still living paycheck to paycheck. Mm. So then <clears throat> I think I, it's not saying, I mean, to, to be fair, I would say one is definitely more responsible than the other, but 
just to be PC and not say that one is better than the other one, I would say that um, it's just you want to make sure you're being conscious and yeah, of where you are, of where you are and where you want to be. So yeah, if you want to run yourself in the debt and that's a conscious choice you're making, then I don't, I, I wouldn't recommend it. But by all means, if that's a conscious decision, you know, that's how you want to live. Yeah. Um, but we're just talking we're just talking about like a real extreme on the spectrum here so yeah we're not saying that if you're spending luxuriously you're gonna run yourself into debt but we're just hypothetically talking about the two extremes yeah and Um, and it's funny right because well well, i would say it is but it, it like because when we say spending luxuriously that literally everyone that's listening to this will have a different thing pop into their head because it's yeah that's true so 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 yeah i I wouldn't say that um i would say that generally if you're going to spend luxuriously that does mean that you're not really preparing for your future because there's opportunity cost with every luxurious purchase yeah yeah uh i I mean that's all subjective and i think being mindful is, is the key thing um yeah and i think that that's the same applies for the second one which is you know how much do you actually want to spend on yourself and how much do you want to spend for other people and mm. what is your goal of each one like when you buy more stuff for yourself and i think of the next thing i want to get or the upgrade i want to get to my house or my car or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what's my goal like am i trying to be happier am i trying to look better am i trying to be more prestigious or mm-hmm. would i actually live a more fulfilling life if i spent more of my money on other people to help other people mm-hmm. and i think that's just a question that is important for us to wrestle with ourselves yeah um yeah yeah so because we're definitely like there's so many like poor parts in in the world yeah like we're like if you're listening to this you're already earning a lot more than yeah like we're in the top 90 like 99 or whatever it is yeah yeah and which is crazy actually yeah that's crazy right and and like a big thought and it's challenging to myself even now just thinking about it is like the whole life creep thing is that we're turning our wants into realities right because yeah. our needs are just met already right yeah. like we got food yeah. to eat, we got clothes to wear we're like we're good we're meeting we're paying our bills we yeah. can eat out like that's not even, like our needs are met so therefore we're thinking about how like how to manage our wants but there are people mm. in this world that their needs are not met mm. like not even in other countries right even just um, in our own country, there's always people in poverty. So would my, is my money, you know, if I have like a thousand dollars, I, yeah, I could buy a new phone or I could get that extra better laptop or whatever, mm-hmm. which is stuff that I don't need, or I could actually mm-hmm. help people get like meet needs in their life. And mm-hmm. then I think that's just a good thought, like for myself to, to, to really reflect on mm-hmm. and for mm-hmm. all of us to reflect on, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think when we talk about that opportunity cost, cause we don't quite feel the opportunity costs like that. I think like say if I was to buy a new laptop, I was like, Oh yeah, it's either I spend a thousand dollars or I save a thousand dollars. That's, mm. that's the opportunity cost. Mm. But if we think about it in that way where we take the whole society um, into, into account, it's like, Oh, I could actually give it away. So then they can actually benefit from it. So yeah, I think that's, it's nearly a good point. Yep. What about you, Sid? Um, any thoughts on how or, or how have you managed life creep? Life creep to me has been mostly about food, but I also think about it a lot when I'm buying stuff. Right. I think there's a lot of things in our lives that, I mean, we've been working for a while now, so we can afford like a lot of things. Yeah. 
but it's it's more like asking myself whether it's worth buying right so i don't know if this is the right example but i'm just gonna say anyway because okay uh so i've moved house um my commuting has gotten a little bit worse yeah and because it's a little bit further now i've actually considered buying an electric scooter because at the moment i drive in yeah park and then i walk like 15 minutes yeah but if i had an electric scooter Mm -hmm. it would make that 15 minute walk into a five minute scooter ride right so i'm like oh if i count it up it's like 20 minutes a day that i'm saving yeah and if i work from home on friday that's like 80 minutes a week 80 minutes is actually done a lot more when i was thinking about this a while ago but (laughs) (laughs) that's why i've reckoned started (laughs) 80 minutes i mean 80 minutes a week is is not insignificant but it's also not like you could be saving 80 minutes for a lot cheaper as well (laughs) yeah 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 my only um thing was like i had to buy the scooter like the electric scooter only if it was on sale so we're looking at like 500 600 dollars kind of thing mm-hmm. but yeah i mean oh maybe it's just a stupid example but in the end I, I figured it wasn't worth buying because exercise isn't actually that bad like 15 minute walk isn't actually that long it's actually good for um you, yeah <laughs> yeah to get them yeah and it's like yeah and i mean the weather the weather can be 50 50 so like yeah walking in the rain kind of sucks but you know just just kind of I'm, I'm still okay like if you're Deal walking in the rain you're still gonna have to scooter in the rain yeah <laughs> yeah but i wouldn't be as if i wouldn't be as miserable I'll, yeah it's true it'll be shorter and, and i guess there's the other side of it which is like scootering is just fun eh? electric scootering is just fun yeah bro i definitely yeah. and yeah, and I, I can share with that i can relate with that life group because i used to work at asb and i would train yeah. to put them up and Right. On hot days or like rainy days, it's like a 15, yeah. 20 minute walk for me as well. Yeah. Um, and then I think they're all gone now, but there was a time when like there were heaps of limes around. Yeah. And they were like competing scooter brands for a while. Like Auckland City was just like had all these electric scooters. Yeah. So then I, I actually, oh, bro, actually, no, I can't relate. To, so, so here's my life creep. There were not only electric scooters, right? But they were, um, they were Onzos. Okay. You know Onzos? They're the bikes. Just normal oh, bikes. Oh, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bro, Just and then you would, bikes, yeah. you would not believe how much cheaper Onzos are than electric scooters. Okay. Like, an electric scooter, I think it was, like, minimum, like, three bucks a ride or something. Yeah, it's not It's, it's not like, cheap, ridiculous. Actually. But then, yeah. but then an, an Onzo, there's no minimum. And then, like, it goes, like, per minute. And then, basically, it, right. would, only, it would only cost me, like, 15 cents. Or, like, like, 20 to 40 cents, I think, every time. Right right so then i guess i didn't life creep in the end i, I thought i did and then as i remember the details i actually took the bike <laughs> instead of the electric scooter <laughs> so i got like all the benefits of the scooter because i got there at like it's like the same speed or faster even riding a bike and i still right. wasn't getting sweaty it was like all good but then it was just well, then, actually sounds pretty gains maybe yeah. i should just buy a bike now <laughs> <laughs> right actually like yeah honestly like uh, yeah but i mean a bike the thing for you is a bike would be just as expensive yeah, as one tank. Head. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was a bit of a dumb example because it was, that was, I guess that was a, my anti life creep. <laughs> I brought you back. That line you said was pretty good. Like, and I think when you say managing life creep, I, I want to point out that it's not the fact that you chose not to buy the electric scooter, it's yeah. the fact that you went through this whole wrestling period. Because I think you, 
like we, yeah. we must have talked about it on our like personal chat like multiple times because i could like see you going toing and froing um yeah and because you were trying to decide whether it's worth buying because if you if it's about affording you could you definitely could have afforded it you could just be like yep i want to do yeah. it i'm going to buy it and i think that mm-hmm. would be not managing your life great mm. so i would say that even if you did decide to buy it in the end it's still not like irresponsible because you've gone through this this wrestling like your due diligence yeah 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 i think i think it almost hugs back to i don't know if we talked about it in our money episode but i think we got to the point was it with like wedding planning we're talking about wedding planning eh? and mm-hmm. and we're saying how you know you go to and fro on a couple of wedding decisions and you can just be happy like it's like the exercise is the important part and it's mm. the outcome like whether you got it or not isn't like um doesn't determine that yeah man or, freaking freaking yeah. man yeah it's just not so it's just talking about wedding and the whole wedding industry is like is like the poster boy for life creep eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like you don't someone's you, like you don't need any don't need like a, you don't need any of that to have like a happy marriage or happy relationship <laughs> Yeah, like you don't need a Polaroid booth, or you don't need like, an expensive cake. You don't need like yeah videographers. You don't like you don't actually need any of this, and it's all just luxury. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. So, so I guess you? the takeaway How there is. Manage? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so for me, another way, I think I'm almost maybe the one-liner would be like screw the brands. So right. I've always felt pretty strongly about this um and in particular like to oh. do with combating life creep i guess or managing life creep right. is i'm almost like host- i feel hostile towards brands just because like my whole like <laughs> the whole I- the whole idea of a brand um i think like there can be like good branding and bad branding like because the whole idea of a brand is that it's it carries brand value because of the right. like of what it represents Right. right, like if I buy like Macca's, it has a powerful brand because okay. it represents the consistency and the flavor and like the, you know, the burgers, right? Enjoyment. Okay, yeah. yeah, but then I think where I have a problem is where brand value becomes like the value, like it represents its own value and then it's no longer representing, like it doesn't really transfer through onto, into like the value of like its the product. product um right you know like the classic you have like a t-shirt and then you just slap on some brand on it and then suddenly it's worth oh, like yeah, four sure. times as much but it's like the same yeah. like this it might be the same t-shirt of the same consistent like the exact same producer in china like the same texture yeah. um yeah. same fabric so i think and that that that's kind of where i'm going i'm not saying that like branding is bad because it's just like part of life but i think it's mm-hmm. when almost being more skeptical than not because i feel like as companies get bigger and businesses get bigger, then obviously, you know, they want to make more money and then how they make more money is that they make things like it's so much easier to make brand value, to increase your brand value rather than increase the actual quality of your stuff. Right. Right. Like how are you going to make some premium t-shirt? Like how are you going to make an actual t-shirt worth like 10 times as much as another t-shirt? Cause mm. there's only so many things you can make a t-shirt out of that's actually comfortable. Yeah. So yeah. the way to do that is to like make certain brands cooler or more desirable than other ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think for me, I, I, I guess that's what I mean by like, screw the brands. It's just like, try, try your best or I try my best to just take things as they are rather than 
like desiring certain brands or certain like items. So right. an example of this is um, like I, I'm like a very active person, right? And I like to okay. um, like a gym and mm-hmm. like play basketball. And I think there's obviously heaps of like premium brands in that whole industry, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you have your your premium like exercise brands of like what's good exercise gear and you have like in basketball you have your um you know like the nikes and the different things that produce clothing and, and stuff yeah um but like what i found like and i'm not even i'm not even just saying this to be like like contrarian but yeah i, I legit <laughs> like my favorite clothes to exercise in right now and that's like basketball or anything like are from Kmart. Yeah. right like actually so like these shorts that i got they're just like so comfy they were like eight bucks each and i got like two colors yeah feels good like <laughs> this this like singlet hoodie i'm wearing <laughs> is like it's kmart salesman bro like actually I've, i i like I, I thought it was so games i even like brought my parents and then i like got them like exercise gear from kmart because like some of like the like the <laughs> like the airy stuff is actually like real good like it's right like it's better like it's legit and I've bought freaking like I it's not like I haven't owned like um the branded sportswear either. But then like some of my biggest yeah. disappointments have been like Adidas t-shirts. Right. Some of them are just like so poor. Like they're just so wrinkly. Or like the dry like the dry tech stuff. <sighs> None, not dry tech, just like normal, like the cotton ones. Like they're some of oh, like the right, worst yeah. t-shirts I've owned. Whereas have... like the cotton on like the five dollar or like ten dollar cotton on t-shirts, like those are like my yeah. favorite t-shirts. Because they just fit well, and yeah, just... I, yeah. Well, I mean, anecdotally, I still have this one cotton on T-shirt that I've been wearing for ages. Yeah, and it's not like I wear it for special occasions. Like yeah. I'm wearing this like when I'm playing sport as well. Yeah, and its quality still hasn't like deteriorated. Yeah, it's actually yeah. insane. Like yeah. whereas you know you've you've got that classic T-shirt where, like, around your neck, it's like getting like out of shape and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, in Cantonese, it's called wear. I don't really know yeah. what the word is in English, but yeah, yeah. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. When you when the friggin' neck goes out, that's what I mean by the editor's t-shirt I had. It was like two washes and it was gone. And I was just like, oh my, like, um, yeah. So so yeah. that's probably just like one thing I, I I try to do. And I'm not saying that. Or yeah, and I keep saying that, but obviously, like when it comes to buying like basketball shoes and stuff, um, mm. like the brand carries with it all the money that's poured into the technology for the shoe. Which yeah, actually, I need for my sport. Like, I can't just wear like. I mean, I could just wear like a twenty dollar pair of shoes from like um, uh, what Kmart. No, or well, yeah, Kmart. But then it wouldn't have all that shoe tech, which would lead to more injuries, which would like lower performance right, for right, my sport. Right. Therefore, I actually make that choice. Right. Like, if Kmart was offering me the same shoe without the branding, with all the tech, for like half the price, I would go for the Kmart shoe. It just, but at the moment, it just doesn't exist. That's pretty. That I guess, I guess that's where I'm at. That's a pretty straightforward think, one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense because then you buy you buy certain brands for a specific offering, yeah. and if they venture out from that offering, like like say for um, like Samsung, you wouldn't yeah. buy like Samsung shoes to play in because it's like their yeah. their market or their product is like in technology and stuff. So why would you buy their shoes? You know, just because it says Samsung on it. <laughs> I guess so. I guess that did, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that made me think of that. There's like a there's a Nike PlayStation crossover. Oh, is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, in a shoe. Yeah, in a shoe, like PGs. 
Oh, okay. PG, like, I think the 2.5s, there was like a whole PlayStation. It was like a PlayStation collab, so that there was like, anyway. I mean, collabs are fine. <laughs> I, yeah. I, it's just a marketing thing. Like, <laughs> that's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why that made me think of it, but yeah, I guess I guess that's one thing I do is I, I'm, I almost take like the active opposite approach unless proven otherwise. Yeah. 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 Of like kind of of branding. Yeah. What about you? Okay. Do you another one. Um, I think I think pretty similar wavelength. Um, I like to scrutinize my purchases quite a bit, so. Um, it's almost similar to my first point, really, like whether yeah. it's worth buying. Mm. Um, so I guess one thing that I have that we actually both bought recently was like we both bought phones, right? Yeah. So I've decided to buy an iPhone 12. And I can't remember what you were buying. Boulder. Booze. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what, are you, what, what did you buy again? It's a... Uh... It's a Huawei Nova 5T, I think. Right. I never remember the names of the phones I buy. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny, right? Because I've I've been like a big fan buying and sticking to certain brands. Yeah. Like if 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 like the quality is being delivered there. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been sticking to iPhones since like forever. And I think in the past I've had Android phones. Yeah. Um but just they just don't last that long. You just haven't had the spot. And yeah, whereas with my old iPhone, um, you know, it's lasted a long time and I'm intending to also keep this phone and use yeah. this phone. Like I know it's a lot more expensive than say last year's model. Mm. And I was actually intending to get last year's model. But then, be, but then, oh crap, how do I even say it without you're something? Just life, just, you're just life crept. I'm just life crept, yeah. <laughs> Well, well, what was the main? Well, what was the main driver behind getting like the newer model versus last year's model? Okay, it's gonna sound really dumb, but because of the design of the shape. Right. So I've always liked the flat, like the flatter iPhones, not the rounded edges. Right, right, right. Like, so I had an iPhone five back in the day, mm. and like I, I like loved that phone, and then right. it died. Yeah. Oh no! Did it die? No, we ended up this. Yeah, yeah. Long story short. Yeah. Um. It died. Yeah. And then it, it came, they came back to it. I'm like, oh, okay, that's the one. Yeah. And and I mean, I went through this whole exercise of Shirley as well because she's like, yeah, you said you're gonna get the iPhone 11. Like, what's happening? Like, yeah. yeah <laughs> why yeah, are you looking yeah. at this now? And but because it's also got extra features that that the older model didn't have, like um, well, I mean, the extra camera and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, to so be then, fair, I, yeah. Well, well, like you say that you feel that seeing the design thing is kind of dumb. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't think it necessarily is. Like, I don't think anything is. I mean, I guess there are some things that are like black and white and dumb, but I don't think design would be one of them because you know it's a it's a it's a something you use every single day for like multiple years, and yeah, like the comfort and I don't know, like the aesthetics of it is a factor, like yeah, rightfully I think, yeah. Uh, so I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, justify, I'm, I'm justifying your life, creep, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I bought it, and I'm intending to use it for the next five years. Yeah. Um, at least. So yeah. that's kind of why I've gone in with this purchase with that sort of mindset. So it's not yeah. like I've bought this thing and I'm looking for the next Model new thing. Kind of thing. It's like yeah, the latest yeah, yeah. and greatest. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, next year I'm like, oh, 
Time to yeah. put this up and buy the new one. Like like, like like you've made that plan. It's kind of like a five for you. It's like a five year cycle, and you think that's yeah quite a reasonable cycle that you're you're kind of deciding on. You're not just like flipping it and chasing the newest latest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I, and I think that's quite a fair point with with iPhones. Um, I would say the phone I got, the Huawei. Um, how I usually buy like technology stuff, and I don't think it's yeah. necessarily necessarily the best is. I just go off of like what I think my life needs. Mm-hmm. So then I'll kind of decide what specs do I need. And then mm-hmm. I just look for the best price for those specs. And then I just look up right. a bunch of reviews. Right. So then I, I basically have zero desire to own a flagship like model of any brand. Because right. I like I literally use my phone to like um, play fantasy basketball, watch YouTube like message people insta story like i'm just like a basic dude you know like i don't (laughs) like you're an average show yeah 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 yeah. and and like any phone almost any phone can can kind of accomplish that satisfy your desires yeah 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 and but what i would want i think long term is like a phone that doesn't lag like doesn't lag Mm. and like my experience with all my android phones is that they do just like just start lagging like incredibly after like within two years yeah. So I think that's somehow that like, say? yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know what the heck happens, but like, that means I, I am kind of like flipping my phones faster than you are. So yeah. in a way, but then I just, I, I, I've gone so long without using iPhones. I just feel like I don't know how to use one. So then I don't know. So this is, this is like, by the time it comes time for my next phone, this is probably a good thing I should think about. Cause my, my wife uses the same <laughs> argument with me. It's just like, bro, check out, like, look how fast my phone is. Like I've used this for ages, yeah. so fast, yeah. doesn't lag. <laughs> Bro, you're a millennial, man. You can learn how to use an iPhone easy. <laughs> yeah, I can. I think I'm just stubbornly like not wanting to. <laughs> but it, oh, anyway, yeah. I mean, so... <laughs> do, you, do you do you like scrutinizing, like scrutinize your purchases quite a bit? Probably or is it more just bang you... for your buck kind of thing. I think I go bang for your buck a bit more because I yeah. I, I don't. I just don't have that many require. Like I don't have like things. I don't. I just don't buy many things. And then, like the things that I buy, like I'm not that. I'm not like oh, like this better give me this or that. Like right. Most of my oh, bro. Okay, here we go. This kind of links to just the whole life creep thing. Is I think for me maybe one. One of the biggest ways I, I manage my life creep is yeah. um, how, like, I, I believe, like, my standard of life and, like, mm-hmm. what gives me satisfaction and increased, yeah, increased standard of life is, yeah, it's, like, a lot of things that are not to do with my income. For example, being, like, having a healthy body. Yeah. Like, that increases my standard of living more than, like, I would rather be earning, like, 50K with, like, a healthy body Mm-hmm. Than like 500k, but like I'm like broken, like I can't run, I can't exercise, I can't, right? Like, okay, so 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 then because um, I'm getting my satisfaction from non like things that money can't buy, mm-hmm. then when I have things that money can buy, I don't put as much weight on them, if that makes sense, right? Right, like, right, like I'm not really. Like it's just a number almost. Yeah, like I, I'm. You become I, detached to it, I guess. It's kind of like this is all about how, 
much like we desire these luxuries in life. Therefore, when we have more money, we buy them, right? That's kind of life great. Mm. But I think mm. the things I desire aren't really the luxuries in life that much that money can buy. But I'm I get the same way, worldly luxuries. In a way, like I, like I would much prefer like learning a new skill, for example, which I can't just okay. be like, oh, I earn more. Like, yes, I time to buy a skill. Like it's not, it doesn't really work like a game. Like I actually got to put in that time and learn a new skill. I don't, I don't know if that re- even relates, but I just, yeah, like finding satisfaction outside of things that you can buy. Mm. It's kind of like, mm. like, yeah, like outside of, if I buy this, I'll be happier. Right. Like kind of going away from that mindset. And, and I guess that's a long way of answering your question of do I scrutinize my purchases is, um, yeah, no, nah, not as much as you do. I think I, as long as I can kind of like meet the basic demand that I need, yeah, it's like good bang for your buck, then then I'm like, oh yeah. And good and got good reviews, then you're all good. Yeah, yeah. Basically just re- yeah, rely on rely on the reviews. Okay, so maybe one final point we can talk about is um, you know, obviously uh both of us are Christians. So how do you think all this sort of aligns um or sits like in terms of our faith? Like money expenditure, life creep. Yeah, I, I think um <clears throat> it does affect it like a lot i think there's two ways it's quite relevant to this whole life creep thing right and i think one is is even in the first place of having this whole podcast is we're kind of talking about like you know using your money uh mindfully right or another right. way of wording that could be using your money wisely so right actually you know treating money as <laughs> oh really treating money a as a tool and, and oh, not, I guess and, that's right. Yeah, and, and not as a, <laughs> and, and not as like some you know, and like thing that controls you, but it's a thing that yeah. is in your life that you put to work for you. And right. I think that whole concept as a Christian is, um, is I guess even more important because in our faith we are kind of stewards, like for, for 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 what God's given us. And right. everything in this world belongs to God, but he gives us mm-hmm. different things to manage and to use for him. Mm-hmm. Right. So money is just one of those things, like a job that pays yeah. me money. It's something that is to be used for God's kingdom. So mm-hmm. with this whole life creep thing, one of the first things we said, right, it's kind of like, what is life creep? Why does it happen? Is mm-hmm. um, we start thinking, hey, I earn this money. It's my money. So then it's natural to use it for myself, right? To for yeah. the things that I want. Yeah, but as a Christian, if if the money that I earn, I don't really think of it as my money, right? It's kind mm-hmm. of God's money that I'm in charge of, like yeah, on this earth. It mm-hmm. kind of changes that whole mindset already. Mm-hmm. And I think that is probably like definitely like if you're listening to this and you're a Christian, I think that would be um, a big thing to reflect on and i think it's something that honestly every time i get paid i should really reflect on it as well because mm. it's easy to lose sight of that you know when you yeah. get when you get into um you know keeping up with the joneses it's just like oh like like you know the american dream or the new zealand dream the kiwi dream you know you have your house your backyard mm. um you know you want to buy the new furniture and kind of like there's nothing wrong with those things but at the end of the day when I, if I think of it as I'm spending God's money and not my money mm. for myself, it's kind of like, it's definitely quite, quite challenge, quite a challenging thought. Yeah. 
like I know and I understand all, like what you just mentioned, but like yeah. say if I was just a rando, not yeah. a rando, uh, <laughs> rando sounds kind of rude. Um, just, I'm just, just, a, it. just, uh, off, I'm just, just a listener. Re- okay. I'm just a listener. And, you know, I don't believe in Christianity, mm-hmm. but like the stuff that you said, it just makes it sound like the church just wants my money. Right. Like it just sounds like, oh, like, like so, a reasoning so, to take your money. Or yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I guess if you're not Christian and then you I, hear churches being like, think about, you know, the future, think about eternity, think about, um, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, so therefore give your money to church. Yeah. And it sounds kind of scammy, right? Like it kind of sounds. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if I was one of the people in the crowd and I wasn't part of that group, like in any organization yeah. and they're yeah. saying stuff like that, I'm like, yo, this is like cult G. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's the thing, like it, <laughs> I think if it's not if it's not true, I guess it's a scam. It is scammy, right? Straight up, if it's not true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I, and I think that's the thing is that we do believe it's true. And 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 what maybe what separates it as well is I think um, like ultimately in the Christian faith, you know, like Jesus wants his church, which is us, to like he wants it to be the, like his hands and feet and to go and right. feed the poor and to actually improve the quality of life of the people that are suffering. Yeah, that's true. And it's yep. not just, it's not just a matter of like giving the church money and then the church will just do what they want with it. Yeah. And I think that can be like a good litmus test as well is mm. um, really like Christians are supposed to be making the world a better place in the common sense of the word. Like you shouldn't yeah. need to define that too hard. They should be, mm helping care for people it should be loving people should be like actually yeah looking after the needy yeah and that's how that money should be used yeah as well as and and as part of that as part of the faith is sharing like sharing the love of jesus through these actions and through the gospel Mm. and through the actual message Mm. of knowing god so um i think in that way yeah I, i definitely encourage it's not like we're not trying to like we're just sharing it from our perspective, but if you're listening, you're not a Christian, like for sure, like there are dodgy as religions out there and you might think that our religion is dodgy and that's, that's fine. Um, but definitely like, I would say same thing, like whatever you're giving your money to, whether that be a charity or a church or like even your friends mm. and family, like definitely be really conscious of like, screw like it's the same thing the same things right like screw the brands no (laughs) well i guess so i was gonna say scrutinize i was gonna say scrutinize how you use your money but um i guess so i guess screw the brands kind of works if you say like a religion is a brand (laughs) make sure you're giving your money to the real deal of what you want to give to and not just yeah yeah, definitely to the brand uh (laughs) all right oh my i guess that's a a good way to wrap up the (laughs) podcast You know, we got a little bit deep at the end, but, you know, we just want you guys to, you know, consider a bit about what life creep is. Maybe you guys are experiencing it a little bit. Yeah. Maybe you've realized that, man, I don't really enjoy um, this thing as much anymore because I, Bubble you tea. Know, it's just become, because I'm drinking it too much. Yeah. It's just become yeah. a norm or, yeah. Um, and it, it's, maybe, bro, it's actually, I, I, yeah. it's, and it's super ironic because ultimately we actually mentioned it. And I don't think we've tied it together yet is, um, life creep is it happens when you're trying to you get more luxurious things you know kind of to make increase your satisfaction in life right yeah but then what you said at the same time is 
Oh, that's like why it happens as you're trying to mm. get these things. But then what actually happens and like, for example, your bubble tea thing is when you actually mm -hmm. have more of these things, you actually lose satisfaction from each of them. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's, it's like, it's kind of like a, uh, crap. What's well, It's like a self-defeating thing that happens. Um, and, and we, yeah, I guess if you guys can take away anything away from this part is that, um, that's what we're trying to avoid in our own lives and mm. through the things that we talked about. And we definitely want you guys to just have a reflect and have a think to make sure that doesn't happen to you guys as well. hundred mm. percent. Yeah. I hope today's episode was um, beneficial to you in some shape or form. Yeah. Feel free to reach out to us on leongcha.podcast and we will catch you guys next week. Sweet. Have a good sleep. Have a good week, have a safe lockdown, and see you in the next one. Oh, oh my. <laughs>